Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Star Trek Picard, Season 1, Episode 7, or excuse me, Episode 8, Broken Pieces. This episode I thought was pretty well done. It also explained, I was always thinking that the woman who was the roboticist, maybe that's not the right word for her, but anyway, I was going, she is not a good person. She is way too... I'm sorry, I don't know a better word, churchy. So anyway, I'm just going, she has a different motive. I don't know how. It's just like, whenever I'm watching a movie, I can always tell when the bad guys come in. Even way before other people's like, they're going, how do you know? I'm going, you can tell. But anyway, so the roboticist you find out has um, been discovered in the fact that she's killed um, her ex-lover who also was the creator of the synths um, that were the twin sisters in this show. So anyway, you find that out. They kind of get her contained. Um, they also find out that she put herself in a coma so that she couldn't be tracked because she actually had it in her bloodstream so they could track her, which when you think about it was a really good way to track people. But yeah, I never thought about that before. But anyway, so I digress. But um, also Nerissa, the evil um, woman on the board cube, is hunting down Elmer. I mean, I'm really rooting for the day that she's just not a problem, you know. She's really just such a pleasant creature. So, yeah, I mean, some people, you know, I'm going, they really don't have any redeeming qualities as a character, and that's okay, but you're going, boy, why do we even have to put them in here? Because, you know, I think when you have a bad person in a show, they should at least have a reason for their badness that is justifiable, and, um, you know, that they're not, completely evil to the core there is a chance of redemptive quality and I'm just not seeing it in Narissa I mean no offense here I'm just saying so and then um Picard also realizes that the Mars attack was also premeditated and also because people were scared that history would repeat itself which um I do understand the fear of history repeating itself because if you study history at all you'll notice that Things do tend to repeat, 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 and repeat. Because, as Rufus T. Fears of the Great Courses says in his stories on history and also the great books, or his, um, excuse me, his discussions on history and the great books that you can also get from the great courses. And I'm just going to pause here and say, if you haven't gotten those, you should order them online. You should download them. You should ILL them from your library even, which if you don't know about interlibrary loan, definitely check it out. It's really, really cool. You can order books from all over the country and the world. I've even gotten some from other countries um, for a very small fee and they will be delivered to your library and you can read them for like a month and then return them. Ooh, just saying. But I digress. But Rufus T. Fears, the great um, lecturer and professor at one of the Ivy Leagues here in the U.S. He did pass away a few years ago, and that was a dark day for me. I'm just saying I really felt bad because he was an awesome person. But um, as he says, history repeats itself. And the one thing that you can learn from history is that people don't really learn from history. So, you know, with the synths, you know, it is very conceivable that they could turn evil. I will definitely grant that. But that doesn't mean that you actually create an imbalance that will destroy an entire group because since there were no synths most of the Romulans died in their galaxy because there wasn't a way to get them out of there 
And the people that did it were Romulan, and they didn't care because they were too worried about the sins to care for their own people. And, you know, I think that the thing is, is you got to deal with the immediate danger first, and then you deal with the other dangers. I mean, you know, the immediate danger is absolute destruction of an entire people group, which, I mean, the Romulans weren't delightful as a whole because of their ideology, but, you know, that doesn't mean that there weren't good Romulans and that you shouldn't save what you can of an entire nation. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. So, my point is, is you got to deal with the immediate problems, and the synths taking over the planet was not the immediate problem with the Mars thing. I mean, the immediate problem was getting people off their planet before the entire galaxy in their area collapsed, and instead, they most of them ended up dead. So, you know, that was not a good move, historically speaking. Now, as we are going to see as this series progresses, the synths do pose a threat, but again, my question is kind of like the question I have in Stargate with regards to the replicators. That problem was kind of created by, you know, humans. It wasn't because of the synths, and it wasn't because of the replicators. It was because we, we handled things diplomatically very poorly with a um, conscious creature. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, if if it had been a human, they, we totally understand their motive here. So, you know, just just a little digression there. But that is my review of episode 8, Broken Pieces. It really was an episode about a lot of broken pieces trying to fit together. And they did in some, they did in others, um, didn't in others. Um, the Nerissa character throughout this series, I'm just not really getting. I mean, I'm not trying to remember going, yeah, I know she has hate, but... Um, she is very illogical and um, kind of just flies from wherever she's coming from without uh, much of a um, plan, which I don't think is going to serve her well. I'm just guessing. So with that, on and out. Check it at the round table. Bye.